0: Okay. The Ash Wednesday reading, the first one, is from the book of the prophet Joel. It's chapter 2, verse 12 to 18. A reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments. And return to the Lord your God for gracious and merciful is he slow to anger and rich in kindness and relenting in punishment perhaps he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing offerings and libations for the Lord your God below blow the trumpet in Zion proclaim a fast Call an assembly, gather the people, notify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the infants at the breasts. Let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests and the ministers of the Lord weep and say, spare, O Lord, your people and make not your heritage a reproach. With, with the, Make not your heritage a reproach with the nations ruling over them. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred to concern for his land and took pity on his people. All right, let's read it one more time. Reading from the book of the prophet Joel, chapter 2, verse 12 to 18. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness. And relenting in punishment, perhaps he will again relent. And leave behind him a blessing, offerings, and libations for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Proclaim a fast. Call an assembly. Notify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and the infants at the breasts. Let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord weep and, sp- and say, Spare, O Lord, your people and make not your heritage a reproach. With the nations ruling over them, why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred into concern for his land and took pity on his people. The word of the Lord Thanks be to God. Okay, uh, the response Psalm, Psalm 51. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in in your goodness, in the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt and my sin cleanse me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence. And your Holy Spirit take not from me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Give me back the joy of your salvation. And a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Okay, so we did this. I'm going to read. All of Psalm 51. This is gonna be from the New Catholic version. It's actually not bad. It's it's a pretty good translation. So we can get the full the whole full Psalm. Alright, Psalm 51, also known in the Latin, the Meserere, Repentance for Sin. For the Director, a Psalm of David, when Nathan The prophet came to him after he has sinned with Bathsheba. Okay. Have mercy on me, O God. In accord with your kindness, in your abundant compassion, wipe away my offenses. Wash me completely from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. For I am fully aware of my offense, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. Therefore, you are right in accusing me, and just in passing judgment. Indeed, I was born in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. But you desire sincerity of heart, and you endow my innermost beings. My, you endow my innermost being with wisdom. Sprinkle me with hyssop, so that I may be cleansed. Wash me until I am whiter than snow. Let me experience joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed exult. Hide your face from my sin. And wipe out all my offenses. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a resolute spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, or take away from me your Holy Spirit. Restore to me the joy of being saved, and grant me that the strength of a generous spirit. I will teach your ways to the wicked, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guilt, O God, the God of my salvation, and I will proclaim your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, if I were to make a burnt offerings. You would refuse to accept it. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a contrite and humble heart. O God, you will not return. In your kindness, deal favorably with Zion and build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in righteous sacrifice, in burnt offerings and whole appellations, And young bulls will be offered on your altar. Amen. Okay, our second reading is from the second letter to the Corinthians by St. Paul. All right, it's um, chapter 5, verse 20, and it goes into chapter 6, verse 2. Brothers and sisters, We are ambassadors for Christ, as if Christ were appealing through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who did not know sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Working together then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain, For he says, In an acceptable time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'll read it one more time. The second letter to the Corinthians by St. Paul. Brothers and sisters, we are ambassadors for Christ. As if God were appealing through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God for our sake, He made him to be sin, who did not know sin, so that we might become ambas- uh, might, we, we might become the righteousness of God in him, working together, then we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain, for he says. An acceptable time, I hurt you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. The gospel reading. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. If today... You hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. All right. It's, the reading is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 1 to 6 and 16 to 18. The Lord be with you. All right. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. Jesus said to his disciples, take care not to perform your righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others amen i say to you they have received their reward but when you give alms do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your alms-giving may be secret and your father who sees in secret will repay you when you pray do not be like the hypocrites the gospel of the Lord praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. So we are now uh, in Ash Wednesday and I know a lot of, a lot of us are going to be wondering, how am I going to know fast for this Lent? Can I even fast? And all right. um, In the past, Let's uh, look at this a little bit. We used to live. There used to be a time. There was a Catholic culture. A Christian culture. And. People used to have. uh, You could say. It it was easy. Because you had that support. You had that safety. uh, Network around you. That sort of. That culture that helped you. Because everybody fasted. So. You know, it was sort of like uh, it was a community fast. uh, And everybody did that. What we need to do now is develop a culture of prayer. See, problem is we don't have a Catholic culture of prayer. Uh, And we don't, uh, and I mean by in a sense that we should be, We should have, uh, we should be involved in our local parish. There should be a prayer group. There should be, um, there should be prayer in your life. You really should be praying. The reason why I think we do not, um, we do not succeed in our fasting. We do abstinence. All right, people want to give up chocolate. They give up ice cream. Um, they'll say they'll they'll try to. They'll say I'll try to spend less time on the internet. They'll say um, you shouldn't even be spending. I think honestly, let's be let's be true. We shouldn't be wasting so much time on the internet at all. It's a tool. We shouldn't be. Constantly entertaining. I mean, I'll admit, I I watch a lot of YouTube, yes, and I, and everything, but I also should I watch, I listen to a lot of Catholic programs, to uh, to try to, uh, to keep my Catholic faith burning. Um, unfortunately, that's that's my parish, because my local parish. I don't, I, I hardly know anybody there. I don't know anybody there. Nobody bothers to know me. You know, that's, I think that's like that with a lot of parishes in New York. But for fasting, I think the problem um, begins with prayer. The problem begins with prayer, and the problem is lack of a, of, of a prayer culture around us lack of a catholic culture lack of a culture of prayer and lack of involvement in our catholic community okay because that's where the problem is we don't live in we live you know we catholics we live among and work among non-catholics we we and we, a lot of times we also I hate to say this but we all know it's true there's a lot of um, indifferent Catholics that we live among, among our, even among our parish. Yes, there are a lot of people who, who are involved in Catholic culture, but not Catholic prayer life, not Catholic life as in prayer, or Catholic, um, you know, cultural life. But we have a lot of indifferent. We 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 live and move among non-believers. And it's been like that for quite a while, especially here in America. So also we live in a culture where food is abundant. Food is abundant. It's in the commercials. Uh, we eat. Better than kings back five hundred years ago. We have a lot of food around us. We're not starving. We're not starving. Um, we have commercials. Uh you walk down the street just not too long, you got a supermarket, you got a, a restaurant corner, um there's food carts everywhere, right? So we're not dying. We're not starving to death. We ha- we live in the world that most people could never have imagined thousands of years ago. All right, and the truth is, we you know kings ate healthier than us. We don't eat healthy. We don't eat healthy. Um, we psychologically think we're starving, and we're not starving. We're not starving at all, so we have to really acknowledge that we live in a materialistic culture, and we're very selfish. We're very selfish people. We're physically, we're materialistically addicted. We are also. We're we we are. We we are a gluttonous culture. We are a gluttonous culture. Gluttony. The truth is we're drowning in materialism and gluttony. We should be disgusted with ourselves. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Okay? But we're not. That's how badly spiritually um, disconnected we are. We are not ashamed. That's Psalm 51. We should be praying it. We should be praying it a lot. And the fir- and the fact is we should be ashamed. We are materialistically obsessed. I mean, we on one hand, we got people who are shameless about how they dress. Shameless about their bodies. uh, People want to show off everywhere. Just go on Instagram. Go on all the social media. Uh, Everybody wants to show off. People show off about their food. People show off about their sexuality. People show off about their bodies. I mean, you got on one hand, you got people who are beautiful bodies, but they they are shameless about it. They want to show off because they want to imitate what everybody else is doing we constantly imitating. I mean, think about it. You got people on one hand, everybody wants to belong to a group. They dress alike, they talk alike, they wear their hair alike, they, they, they want to believe, they want to roll in the same social uh, net, uh, a group, right? On one hand, you got the hipsters with their tattoos and their pierced rings, and they're wearing their, their you know, sh- short sleeve t-shirts and knitted hats. Because they want to, they want to show they want to, they want a, a virtue signal to the other person. I'm one of you, and they think they're politically better than everybody. On the other hand, you got people who are, you know, you know, who belong to their own other group, rebellious group. On the other hand, you got people who are, um, you know, who are outcasts and they're unhealthy mentally and emotionally unhealthy physically unhealthy you got all kinds of groups there we are a very fractured unhealthy society the one thing that is not on on does not the one thing that's not there is a healthy life with god We need to disconnect ourselves with all this, with all this unhealthy stuff. Stop being obsessed with comic books. Stop being obsessed with, uh, uh, materialism, sex. We're hurting each other. We're hurting the young, we're hurting our family. There was a young woman I saw the other day who was crying because, for some reason, she wanted to change her name to Mike. She told her family to call me Mike. Stop calling me by my birth name. Well, she went for some holiday family gathering. And when she got home, there was a, a letter in the mail waiting for her. And it was from her grandmother, who was a devout Catholic, and said to her, Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna call you Mike. I'm gonna call you by the name that you were given. Because her grandmother told her, I'm gonna pray for you before the Blessed Sacrament at Adoration. Because I love you. And I want you to be mentally well, mentally good. She's doing this because of her well-being. And she said, and so will other family members do the same thing. So you see, in reality, these young people who are going through all this transitioning, all this stuff, everything, is because they're being swallowed up and they're being drowned in this unhealthy culture we're living in. And this grandmother, who is a devout Catholic, she's riding the storm. I don't know if you've seen the last episode of The Chosen, but they did the storm at sea. And they showed Christ walking in the water. And the storm was the picture. The storm at sea is a picture of our world. The storm that's going on inside of us, And the storm that we're going through, the culture around us, the unhealthy culture around us, that's the storm. And the boat represents the church. She, the grandmother, is dealing with the storm. She's surviving the storm. She's doing this for people she loves. She's fasting, whatever she's capable of doing. And she's praying for her granddaughter who has was going through an identity crisis who's going through a storm because she's being seduced and manipulated by a world that wants to destroy her that wants to destroy her destroy her as a person strip her of any identity of any peace so there's not, stripping her of, of, a, of a healthy mind, of a healthy identity, of a healthy soul. And no peace, no peace in her soul, no peace. This is the culture we, we, we're we in. And we are, 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 are not fighting it. We're not fighting it with prayer. We're not fighting it with fasting. Remember what Christ said when, a man who tried to get his son freed from a demon. Christ came down with Peter, James, and John, and they just went through the um, uh, the transfiguration, another revelation of Jesus' divinity. And the apostles and some scribes were arguing, and there was a young man who they couldn't heal him. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't liberate him from the from his demonic uh, pos- uh, possession. They couldn't believe, believe him. And the father pleaded, if there's anything you can do. And long story short, Christ helped him. And the apostles asked, how come we couldn't do it? And Jesus said, some some have to be done through prayer and fasting. Some translations have fasting. It should be in there. But if you look at it, it says fasting. It takes time. It takes time because why time why trials because we need to mentally liberate ourselves we need to see it just because when you start when your mind or your body starts getting craving for food remember you're not starving your body automatically realizes you're you're not feeding it the way you usually do but you're not going to die If you do not eat that day, you're not going to die. It just takes time to exercise, spiritual exercise, which St. Ignatius of Loyola and many of the saints have been practicing. Set a goal for yourself. Set a goal for a number of hours. And then when you reach that goal, like three o'clock in the afternoon, have a small, tiny snack. Or you can make it that one meal. Or go further. If you think you can go further than that, then go further. If you can go to, to you get home? Just remember, prayer should be accompanying you. Prayer should become the food. Become your spiritual food. And when you find out you can go further, then go further and plan when you're going to break your fast and have that one meal and that one meal only. Remember, it, it has to be also a sacrifice. Plan what you're going to eat and eat only that. And then go further. If you think you can do it longer, let like go a whole day without food. Sacrifice that whole one day and break your fast the next morning in breakfast. That's... You can do it plan an oatmeal and then have only that one meal and then push yourself stick with the readings of the day meditate on them make time you can even listen to the readings on your phone you can do the hollow app or something you can do it we can all do it we have to return to a prayer, a cultural prayer. Read the Gospels. Do some kind of spiritual reading. We can do it. We can do it. We can restore back. Make prayer great again. Make being Catholic great again. Make loving Christ, loving the Christian faith great again. We can all do it. God bless. Before we start the readings uh, for the Ash Wednesday. Let's really take, take this lens seriously. A lot of times we, we begin and we fail. We fail miserably. Maybe we might go for a week or whatever. You're, we're not going to be successful if we don't put Christ in front of us. We're not going to be successful if we don't pray. Begin your day with prayer begin your day with prayer. It's important that you we, we do that. Prayer is important. Uh, prayer is needed. Uh, take the time take the time to do the readings. This this is something you we can all do. We can do the readings. The readings we can you know we can take part in. Um Do the readings, get up early, get up earlier than usual, right? Give yourself time for sleep, go to bed early. Um, You can sacrifice not watching whatever that is on TV or the internet these days. And you can also pray, pray before you go to sleep, pray the previous evening Do a rosary and focus on the readings, focus on the readings of the previous day, the in the evening. And then focus on the, and when you get up in the morning, you can do the readings again. And you can remember, remember what's important. Remember what you're doing. Choose a target. I think one thing we all have to realize, we live, take take consideration that we live in a gluttonous, materialistic world. And Remember, you we are not, you're not going to die by not having that meal. Now, I think if you have to, have some oatmeal. Have some oatmeal. Plan a, a, maybe an oatmeal. Use that as a sacrifice if, I, if you have to, I think. I know it's hard, but maybe an oatmeal. Plan that. And... Yeah, I guess everybody, we all need that cup of coffee, right? I mean, you know, it helps. But have that oatmeal if you have to. And then the rest of the day, don't have anything. Plan the rest of the day sometime. Go some, if you can, get away from some, from people, from your work, your, during your break. And maybe just focus on the readings. Or get us some kind of. Book, but maybe the readings is better. Maybe the best thing for us to do is focus on the mass readings. If you can, maybe you can go to mass for your, for, your, for your break. Or if you can't go to mass, if it's not possible, sit in church and do the readings. Maybe you can put in a rosary if it's possible. Focus, meditate on that. Do a divina or just meditate just meditate on on that on that passage and then talk to God about the passage that will work that will definitely work because the readings a lot of times we we fly through Lent but we don't realize that God has given us the tools we need to help us get through it so focus on the readings all right, so let's do the act of um, the act of penance. Ready? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray for me and with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us all our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe Kira Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Amen. Okay, so let's begin the readings.